Discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Oh, hallelujah. The next point is joint victory. His victory is our victory. Joint victory. Jesus' victory is our victory. <laughs> because we were in him. That's everything he did for us. He didn't do a single thing for himself. He didn't need to. Because he didn't, he didn't have any need. But because of us, he identified himself with us. So that he can gain things for us. And by virtue of you being his, a part of his body, you, his victory is your victory. Are you in the church? Colossians chapter 2, verse 11 to 15. Colossians 2, 11. Victory over sin. His victory over sin is your victory over sin. His victory over curses is your victory over curses. And his victory over Satan and his cohorts is your victory. He says, In whom also ye are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Jesus' dominion over sin is your dominion over sin. Yes. Jesus died to sin once. His death to sin once is your death to sin once. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, so that the body of sin, even, oh, the body of sin might be destroyed, that hence we should not serve sin. That thing that makes you do wrong has been taken away. He's circumcised. There's a circumcision that's taking place. He's circ- Listen, you nobody walks around with a, circum- with a circumcised flesh. Are you getting it? You don't walk around with your circumcised flesh. You don't know where it is. You don't even know where it, where it went to. That body that makes you do the wrong thing has been taken off. God has taken it away. He says, in him also you are circumcised with a circumcision, not made with our hands, in putting of the, of the body of the sins of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ. Christ has circumcised us. Taking away the, the body of the, 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 I don't know how to even describe it. He has taken it away. Do you see? Go back to Romans chapter 6. Go to verse 7. For he, for he that is dead is freed from sin. And Jesus died. And when he died, we were in him when he was dying. So his, his victory over sin is our victory. Look at the next verse. Now, if you be dead, if we be dead with Christ, are we dead with Christ? Are we dead with Christ? Yeah. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love where he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive together with Christ. By grace are you saved. He made us alive when we were dead in sins. So he quickened us, he brought us out of the dead. We died to sin and came into life. Go back to Romans chapter 6. Verse 8 9 says, Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Verse 9. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. 
Death has no more dominion over him. Next verse. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he lived, he lived unto God. Then he says, likewise reckon yourselves also to be dead indeed unto sin. His victory over sin is our victory over sin. Because you are identified with him, everything he accomplished is your accomplishment. His victory is your victory. His victory over sin. And his victory over curses is also your victory over curses. One of the last things Jesus did is when Jesus was hanging on the cross, the Bible says that, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Jesus said, I test. Jesus said he tests because he wanted to fulfill a certain scripture. Look for it. It's in Matthew. Matthew chapter 27. Whilst he hung on the cross, he said, I thirst. Uh, okay, John chapter 19, verse 20. He says, after this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, say it, I thirst. There's a scripture I wanted to fulfill. After every, they have beaten him, they have lashed him, they have done everything. Uh, uh, sickness has been taken away because of his stripes. Sickness is taken away. Everything has been done. So every, he still wanted to do, do one last thing. When Adam sinned, thorns and thistles came out of the ground. That was a curse of the ground. Jesus had thorns and thistles made as a crown and put into his head. He carried the curse of the earth so that you will not have any curse. Can you imagine? After all of that, he said that I test. What did they do? Next verse. Verse 29. Now there was, there was set a vessel full of vinegar. Vinegar is what? Wine. Isn't it? Bitter wine. And they filled the sponge with vinegar and put it upon high soap and put, into, put it to his mouth. Next verse. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, so he took the vinegar. He said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Actually, Jesus committed his... You see, Jesus said, into your hand I commit my spirit. And gave up his... Jesus was not killed though. He gave up. He released... That was what the centurion said, saw and said that of a truth, this, this man was the son of God. Because nobody died. People die gradually. Nobody dies and says that, I'm dying, I'm dead. And then goes. That was how Jesus said, your hand I come. And then that was it. He gave up the spirit. He, he commanded the spirit out. And that was how he left. Yes. Yes. Nobody could kill him. He gave up the ghost. The, the actual rendering is, he, 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 like that. John 10, 17 and 18. Yeah. Jesus said, nobody can take my life. John 10, 17 and 18. John 10, 17 and 18. Look at it. Therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. Next verse. No man take it from me. Nobody could kill him. But I lay it down myself. I have power to lay it down. And I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received my father. I have power to... And he laid down his life. He did it himself. So on the cross, for a scripture to be fulfilled, he said, I test. They gave him vinegar. And he took the vinegar and then he, he died. Now, he was fulfilling a particular scripture. The Bible says that the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Look for that verse and put it up, please, quickly. That was the verse Jesus was fulfilling. It was the curse, generational curses. Do you know generational curses? Generational curses. Jesus wanted to overcome generational curses for you and I. So the last thing he did was to take Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 29. He says, in those days they shall say no more. The fathers have eaten sour grape. What's a sour grape? Vinegar. 
The fathers have eaten sour grape, and the children's teeth are set on edge. He says, there's a day coming when it will never be said again. That the father, the father has eaten sour grape, and the, his children, that is generational cases. That is, the father has done something wrong. Your father went to a juju man, and did something, and did, 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 and then he put all the family under that juju man. You see, and that thing starts affecting everybody. It is true, it's there. The generational cases exist. But when you get born again, you leave that and come. Because now you belong to the family of God. John chapter 1 verse 11 and 12. He came unto his own, but his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave the power, the right to become the sons of God. Isn't it? When you become born again, you become a child of God. He says, even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13. Children who are not born of blood. So you don't come from your natural bloodline anymore. You now come from the bloodline of Jesus Christ. So what, what is in him is what is yours. His genes are your genes. His blood is your blood. That is why all blood sicknesses are out of your life this moment in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are SS. It's changing. SS is changing to A. He says, it shall not be said again. So Jesus took the sad grapes for us before he died so that he can deal with generational curses. He dealt with the curse of the earth by carrying the crown of thorns. He overcame the curse of... So listen, you are not supposed to sweat to eat in this world. You will not sweat to eat in this world. The curse of the earth is, is such that out of the sweat of thy bra shall you eat. But you will not sweat to eat. I said you will not sweat to eat. Yes. He took all those curses. Took the curse of the law. Curse is everyone that hangs on a tree. By hanging on the tree, he was cursed. The curse of the law was on him. So that the blessings of Abraham, that's in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Look at it, Galatians 3, 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. You see, we are even not Jews, so we are not under the law to start with. But just for, for the sake of shaking reasons, for shaking reasons, let me just mention it. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on the tree. So as he was hanging on the tree, he was cursed. The curse of the law was on him. So that the blessings of Abraham, next verse, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Are you seeing it? So Jesus overcame all the curses. Curse of the law, curse of the earth, generational curses. Generational curses. So go back to Colossians where we're reading. It's, it's a long read. That's why I didn't want to touch it because I will not finish now. Go back to Colossians chapter 2. Verse, verse 12 now. Colossians 2, 12. Bear with him in baptism wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised us, who has risen from the dead. Verse 13. And you being dead in your sins and the unsecretion of the flesh has he made alive or quickened together with him having forgiven you all trespasses. All your trespasses. Not, not some. All. Your trespasses. All your foolish things. He has, he has overcome everything for you. And he has borne the punishment for everything. Next verse, verse 14. Then it says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. That was against us. There were things that were against us. If your family, you'll be shocked at what your great, 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 great grandfather did. You'll be shocked. It's a miracle that is not affecting you. It's because of Jesus' sacrifice. That's not affecting you. Yeah. I know a family. I was, there was a guy in our church. The, the father had exchanged their prosperity for their, is it their intelligence? Prosperity. Prosperity for protection. Prosperity for protection. Do you understand? 
I'm not talking about 70 years ago. I'm talking about not long ago. So not even a single child of his. This, I'm talk, we are, you know what? You see, he's the one. He's, yeah. We know what we are talking about. Practical. His father had gone to go and exchange their prosperity for protection. At a shrine. And it is working practically. Jimmy, isn't it? Why will you ah, grab the prosperity and die? Why will you exchange prosperity for protection? In his wisdom, that was what he thought was right. Yes. And it was affecting, it's affecting everybody. Brilliant people, but they can't prosper. Yeah. But in Christ, I said in Christ. In Christ. Because we identified with him. Listen, he says he blotted out every handwriting of curses. Of what, let's read the Amplified. Maybe you see it. Having cancelled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting of the note bound with its legal decrees and demands which was enforced and stood against us, hostile to us. This note with its regulations, decrees and demands he set aside and cleared completely out of our way by nailing it to his cross. See, I'm free. I'm free. From all cases. All cases. cases. I don't care what your father did. Or what your mother did. Or what your great grandfather did. Minus you. Say minus me. Minus me. me. Because of what Jesus has done. So victory over sin. Victory over curses. Victory over the boss himself. Over Satan himself. And his cause. That's the next verse. So Jesus' victory is your victory. Why? You are identified with him. You are in his body. You are a member of his body. And having spoiled, that's the next thing he did. Having spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Let's read the Amplified so we can understand. God disarmed the principalities and powers. He disarmed them. There's no principality, there's no power that can come against you. Jesus had the victory over all of them. He made an open show of them. Eh? He says, and, and God disarmed the principalities and powers that were arranged, ring against us, and made a display and public example of them in triumphing over them in him in it that is a cross you said NLT right message and NLT or message any of them will work is this one is it this one in this way he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities he shamed them publicly publicly by his victory over them on the cross so Jesus had victory over principalities over powers over demons over devils over Satan himself he disarmed them. He beat them. He beat them. And he disarmed them. And there was a public show. It happened in the spirit. You must see it. Amplify says he stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority. Of their sham authority at the cross. And marched them naked through the streets. His victory is your victory. There's no demon has that of hell that can touch you. There's no demon from your family that can touch you. Listen, there are families. Every family has, you see, they, they call them familiar spirits. Familiar spirits are spirits that are familiar with your name, with your umbilical cord. Most of the time, if you see umbilical cords are planted, you have a particular group of people. All the umbilical cords are under one particular palm tree. That never, that never dies. That never dies. Yeah. You don't even know. But Jesus got the victory for you. There is no devil, whether big or great, small or whatever, makes no difference. None of them can come against you. Why? Because you are in Christ. His victory over Satan is your victory over Satan. Ephesians chapter 1. 
verse 19 and 20. And to know what's the greatness of his power, the extreme greatness of his power, to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised, he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above, far above, all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, all authority, all thrones, eh? thrones, dominions, all of them, wicked spirits, principalities, powers. He made an open show of all of them. Jesus had the victory over all of them. And Jesus' victory is our victory. We are seated together with him in heavenly places. We are seated together with him in heavenly places. We are more than conquerors, I tell you. I'm coming there, I'm coming there. I'm coming there. We are more than conquerors. His victory is our victory. So there's nothing that can be positioned against you successfully. Why? Remember that you are, you are part of the body of Christ. Just remember that. Just remember that. Ah, I'm, I'm a member of the body of Christ. So. No demon can, can, can hunt me. I can't sleep. Why can't you sleep? Because I feel that there are devils that are devils. You should sleep the most when devils are around. Smetogosweth was, was sleeping one of those days. And he, 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 he heard some things moving in his, in his hall. The chairs were moving and all of that. And then he woke up and went out to the hall. When he got there, it was Satan himself. Satan, not an agent, not a demon. Satan himself. Those who have seen Satan, know, they, they always say, you see him by his eyes. The wickedness in his eyes lets you know that it's him. He hates human beings with a passion. Yes. He hates us with a passion. They always say his eyes. The, 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 the devil manifested himself to him. In his hall. When he came and he saw him, he said, Ah, I thought it was someone important. I didn't know it was you. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have woken up. And he went back to bed. He went back to what? Bed. That's why God wants you to know. He wants you to know. And know 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 and know. When they say, Oh, this thing is demonic. When they say it's demonic, you should know that it is the easiest thing to handle. Because you have victory over them. He says, In my name, they shall cast out devils. First thing, first sign of those who follow, who believe in Jesus Christ. First thing, in my name shall they cast out devils. When they say it's demonic, be excited. Because it's the easiest you can, you can deal with. Are you in the church or you have gone home? Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always, always, not sometimes, which always causes us to triumph where? In Christ. In Christ, you have tri consistent triumph, consistent victory. Why? His victory is your victory. You will never listen. The song they sang is, he, he never lost a battle, right? There's no battle that the Lord, listen, he has never lost any. The greatest battle he won. There's no battle that is ahead of you that you cannot win. His victory is your victory. Always remind yourself that his victory is your victory. Always remind yourself that you are more than a conqueror. See, I'm more than a conqueror. Romans chapter 8. Let me read that to you and then I'll close. My friend, tomorrow we are coming to church. Let's go home. Romans 8. Let's read from verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation. These are the, he's telling you the problems, the things that come, that can and threaten your victory. He says, shall tribulation. Sometimes you go to something and you're wondering, how am I going to come out of this? 
He says tribulation cannot separate you. Or distress. Something can happen and then, hey, is it going away? Don't worry. Or persecution. You are following God and people are persecuting you. Or famine. You are hungry. You don't have food to eat. Or nakedness. Or peril. Or sword. Verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay. He says nay. In all these things. In all these things. We are more. He didn't say we are conquerors. He says we are more than conquerors. We more than conquer. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. And what he has done. His victory is our victory. So no matter what comes. He says nay in all these things. We are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors. His victory is your victory. Listen. Learn to reign in Christ. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Learn to reign in Christ. Learn to, learn to do it. Remind yourself of the things that God has done. Yes. I'm gonna dance and praise him. It doesn't matter what comes my way. The greater one lives inside of me. His name is Jesus. I'm born a winner. More than victorious. I'm an heir of his kingdom. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm going to dance and praise him. Why? It doesn't matter what. Things will come your way. Hey, I said things will come your way. In this world, you have many troubles. You have many. But I've overcome the world. Cheer up. Cheer up. Cheer up, brother. Don't be moved. Cheer up, sister. Don't be moved. You will feel a pain in your body. Instead of saying, hey, this voice pain is going to kill me. Say to yourself, Jesus overcame this for me. I have victory over every pain. I have victory over poverty. I have victory over distress. I have victory over tribulations. He leads us in continuous triumph. Continuous triumph. I have victory all the days of my life. I will never go down in my life. I keep going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. I am kinging in life. I am reigning in life. Through Jesus Christ. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more, how much more they would receive abundance of grace. And of the gift of righteousness, they say they shall reign. They shall king in life by one, Jesus Christ. No matter what comes your way, Jesus was faced with waves, with boisterous winds. What did he do? He walked over it. He walked over it. The fact that you believe in Jesus and you are one with Jesus does not mean no problem will come. Problems will come. Troubles will come. But know that you have victory. Know that his victory is your victory. Know that you cannot go down. The war is not over until you have won. Until you win, it is not over. Until you have won, it is not over. That lecturer may not be minding you, may want to be sleeping with you and all of that. Don't worry. Put his name in front of you. Put his name in front of you. On a chair, start going around him. I'm big, you are small. I'm big, you are small. I'm big, you are small. I have victory in Christ. You will give me my max. You will give me my max. Yeah. And he will give you your marks. Nothing can separate you. Nothing is big enough or great enough to conquer you. Jesus overcame all. The greatest of them was death. He overcame death. He had victory over death. 
so that those of us who are alive will not be afraid of death. You will not be afraid of death. No matter what you are going through, never be afraid of death. Hebrews chapter 2. He conquered death, brother. He, because death, is, he says that death eh, is the enemy of man. Yes. Yes. Enemy. And there's a fear of death that pervades children of God's lives. You are afraid. When, when, you, when, they tell, when the doctor tells you, this thing is a hard something. This one is it's like it's finished. No. For as much then as the children are partakers, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14, of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. He destroyed the one who had the power. He overcame death. And now he has the keys of death and hell. Look at the next verse 15. And delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. He delivered all those who were all their, their lifetime subject to bondage because of the fear of death. By having victory over death. I'll never die. There's nothing great enough, nothing big enough that can destroy you. You are indestructible. You have the indestructible life of God dwelling in you. Yes. Yes. Full of the Holy Ghost. I'm born again. His victory is mine. Yes. Listen. You will never go down. No matter the trouble that comes your way. You are only going, going higher. Higher. Whatever challenges in your family. Normally in families you see things. As a family, you can be in a family. Nobody marries until a certain age. You are, you are a barrier breaker. Right? You, you break all barriers. All barriers. All barriers. All barriers. Maybe your family, nobody has traveled abroad. Do you know there are families that not even a single person has traveled abroad before? You, you will travel abroad. You'll be going and coming like that. Jesus' victory is your victory. You are not limited. See, I'm not limited. In some families, even 10,000 Ghana cities, 5,000 Ghana is a problem. Even 1,000 is a problem. 500 cities can be a problem in a family. If you fall into, into a trouble that is worth 1,000 Ghana cities, you'll be in prison. We went, to, we went to see some people in the prison some time ago, and some of them were, were there for as little as 200 Ghana cities. There's no family member who could produce 200 Ghana cities. Are you a child of God? Jesus has given you victory in all circumstances of life. You will never go down. Victory over sickness, victory over, sick, uh, over sin, victory over curses, victory over Satan, victory over death, victory on all sides. His victory is your victory. You will never go down. You are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You are seated. You are in a place of authority. One of the things that we have, one of the benefits we have is being in the place of authority. We are seated. Where the, the word of the king is, there's power. Yes, you are king. He died to make us kings and priests. You are king. Release words into your life right now. Nothing can come my way successfully. Nothing can overcome me. I'm born of God. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Because the greater one lives inside of me. Yes, the greater one lives inside of you. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. A thousand shall fall at thy side. Ten thousand at thy right side. But it shall not come nigh thee. With your eye, only with your eye shall you behold the reward of the wicked. It shall not come nigh you. It shall not come nigh you. It shall not come nigh you. No arrow from the devil can touch you. No arrow from the devil can touch you. 
you are hidden in Christ. You are under the shadow of the Almighty. You are under His feathers. You are under His feathers. He's protecting you. He's preserving you. You have His victory. His victory is yours. His victory is yours. His victory is yours. Manene, Felorada, Maladada, Elarada, Malolada, Rege, Malolashi, Peloragadaba, Rege Debe, Ragalo, Malegaya, Malolede, Malolede. Count it all joy when you go through diverse tests. No matter what you are going through, you are full of joy. You are full of joy. No matter the punch, no matter the arrow, no matter the wall, you are not afraid. No matter the limitation, you are not afraid. You are unlimited. You are unlimited. You can do all things. You can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. I can go anywhere. I can be whoever God wants me to be. I am not limited. I am not limited. I am not limited. Melo gadabai, re melo shagadabai. Hallelujah. I want you, I want you to do something. Because of time, I want us to do something. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Anything that has been a challenge for you. It's time to claim victory over that thing. Lay hold on eternal life. Let the devil know who you are. Let the devil know that I know who I am now. You have no place in my life. You have no place in my life. Tell the devil to his face. Out of my life. Enough of your maneuvers. Enough. Enough. Claim your victory. 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 Malo de dea. Paro de ga. Malo da gaba. Masekenen. Malo gadabai. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. I'm advancing. I'm advancing. I'm advancing. I'm advancing. I'm advancing. Every Goliath in your life. Every Anak in your life. Malo da dae. You are advancing. Mola Gadaba. Re, me, ro, ra, re, re, re. Abalo dede. Malo dadae. Victory. 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 Malolo. Malele. Malolo. Malolo. Rege. 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 Malo. Re. Malo. Mali. Claim your victory. Claim your victory. Claim your victory. Over sin. Over sickness. Over curses. Enforce your victory. Enforce your victory. Over failure. Over sickness. Malo Gadabaya. I am more than a conqueror. 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 Maladaba. Demons bow down at the mention of his name. Maladaba. 
Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. John chapter 16, verse 33. Amplified. John 16, 33. This is Jesus talking. And I want you to see this. Okay? He says, I have told you these things so that in me, in me, not outside of me, in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. Perfect peace and confidence. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope of having the confident expectation of victory and glory alone. Your life will not go down. Listen, God sent me to come and tell you that the devil has failed in your life. He has failed. It's too late. It's too late for you to fail. Every single one standing here, watching wherever you are, it's too late. God told me to tell you it's too late. You will not go down. You, your, your path is like this. It's just going higher and higher and higher and higher. Greater, greater, bigger, more excellent, more prosperous, more healthy. Listen, Moses at age 120 was not bent. He stood upright. Don't think that you, after, when you turn 70, you are going to be going down. Or you will not even turn 70. You will turn 70 and go beyond. You are going beyond 70. You are going beyond 90. You are going beyond 100. With strength. You will be a testimony of the goodness of God. Oh yes. In me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. Then it says, in this world, you have tribulation and trials. And distress and frustration. That's what comes in this world. Distress, trial, temptation, frustration. Then it says, but be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident. Certain. Undaunted. Be undaunted. Be certain. Be confident. No matter what you are going I don't care what you are going through. No matter what is going on in your life. Be undaunted. Take courage. Know that you are more than a conqueror. Why? He says, for I have overcome the world. He, he is overcoming the world. Is he overcoming the world? His victory over the world is your victory over the world. I have deprived it of power. I have deprived the distress, the tribulation, eh? the trials, the frustration, the depression. I've deprived it of power to harm you. And I have conquered it for you. All the problems in your family, Jesus has conquered it for you. All the challenges you ever face, Jesus has conquered it for you. Therefore, you cannot fail. That is why he says, be of good cheer. That is why he says, rejoice. 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 That song says that, I'm going to dance and praise him, isn't it? Let's sing it. I'm gonna dance and praise My voice is gone.
weapon. No weapon. No weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. Why? What is this name? What is his name? what comes your way that is why listen at in the at the height of pain those who were being killed by Nero being persecuted being killed by Nero, Nero wanted to see their faces at their death at the height of pain and on the verge of death they were all smiling victory over death the sting of death. Listen, one of the things Jesus has dealt with is the sting of death. That's in First Corinthians chapter fifteen. The sting. There's a sting of death. There's a pain of death. That pain of death has been taken away. So believers, believers actually don't feel death in pain. In it, not, don't feel pain in death. Normally, they are taken away before the thing happens. Yeah. Oh, death. Where is thy sting? Oh, grave. Where is thy victory? First Corinthians fifteen fifty-five. The sting has been taken away. Can you imagine? Yes. So no matter what you are going through in life, never let the circumstances around you change your face and change your mood. Never. Don't decide that it will never do that to me. No matter what I'm going through, no matter what is happening, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to keep, I'm going to have my groove on. I'm going to have my swag on. Ask your neighbor, you got swagger? You got swagger? Put your swagger on, man. Put your swagger on, baby. No matter what is going on. He says, count it all joy when you go through diverse tests. No matter the test you are going through, remember, he says, be undaunted. I've deprived it of power to harm you. It cannot harm you. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. Your path is one. Glory. Beauty. Joy. Victory. That is your life. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.